There is magic everywhere within the world. It's in me and it's in you. I believe that you have the potential to unlock your innate magic, gifts and talents to share with the world. Hi, my name is Ellie May, the Celestial Witch, and I'm here to be your friend and guide on your spiritual path and magical journey. I cannot wait for you to join me for some fun, practical and insightful spiritual talks about you and the power that runs within and through you. So without further ado, let's make some magic. Hey everyone, it's Ellie Mae the Celestial Witch and I am back with episode 2 of the podcast so far. Um, so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about witchcraft and in this kind of episode I'm still not going to go like super in-depth with the history of witchcraft or much of the difference between Wicca and witchcraft because I'm going to kind of make the assumption that the people who are drawn to this particular podcast and this particular episode kind of has an understanding or a little bit of a background as to what witchcraft is but I will go into some explanations as to trying to give it a bit of a framework as to how I'm going to reference witchcraft because the nature of witchcraft is very expansive and diverse and is as unique as the person who practices it. So what I've done is that I've got um, a few quotes from two particular authors who have written about witchcraft but these particular authors um, are from the Wiccan branch. The reason why I want to state that and make that very clear is because witchcraft and Wicca are a little bit different and one of these particular authors um, explains it in a very concise kind of way which I really liked. So I'm going to use their example as a definition because the thing is when it comes to Wicca and witchcraft and I just want to make this very clear as well is that I do not proclaim to be some kind of expert on the topic. To be fair it is such a broad topic that it's going to be very hard to actually find anyone who can really call themselves a particular expert because everyone has their own background of studies and research and knowledge about the topic. And I am one of the many individual practitioners. I'm a solitary and I follow a kind of more modern slash new age kind of branch. And it's te it's technically one that I've created for myself, which is why I classify myself as a witch, not Wiccan, because I don't follow a religious um, set structure of learning and um, follow a particular faith. For me, my path in witchcraft is very eclectic because I am a solitary, as I mentioned, and also I incorporate many different things into my personal practice, which I will refer to later in this podcast. So I'm going to be reading directly off my notes. So if I sound a little bit robotic, it's because I am reading. <laughs> so the first quote that I'm going to take is one from Raymond Buckland who studied British traditional witchcraft under Gerald Gardner who was considered the father of modern witchcraft also known as Wicca in the 1950s. And the way that he describes and defines Wicca slash witchcraft is 
It is the acknowledgement of a hostilic universe and a means towards a raising of consciousness. Equal rights, feminism, ecology, attunement, brotherly, sisterly love, planetary care, and these are part and parcel of witchcraft, as defined by Raymond Buckland in his definition of Wicca and witchcraft. And like I said, these are just to give an idea, concept, and framework. This does not necessarily mean this is the definition of witchcraft because the definition is going to be individual and independent depending on the practitioner. This is just to give some sort of reference and framework sort of thing. And I'm also going to give my definition afterwards as well. So when it comes to another definition by Scott Cunningham, and he's also Wiccan, and he describes Wicca and witchcraft is varied and multifaceted. And that's kind of how I perceive it to be as well. He defines a witch specifically as one who practices witchcraft and that he defines witchcraft as using magic and utilizing personal power in conjunction with energies within stones, herbs, colors, and other natural objects. While this may have spiritual undertones, witchcraft, using this definition, isn't a religion. Some followers of Wicca use this word to denote to their religion, however. He defines Wicca as a contemporary pagan religion with spiritual roots in shamanism and the earliest expressions of reverence of nature. And also Wicca kind of predates Christian beliefs and practices. So this is where I'm going in alignment with my definition and what I define as being witchcraft is that it's a non-religious based practice and when I say practice it's something that you do it's something that you incorporate in your everyday life so for example um the way that you would define a witch versus someone who just practices or does spells for example being a witch is something that you incorporate into who you are as part of your identity and your very essence of being and things that you incorporate, like I said, into your everyday life. Just because you practice magic and spell work doesn't necessarily make you a witch and it doesn't necessarily define you as being a witch either. Because for me, for example, I do yoga every single day for an hour a day and technically there is another term for someone who is what's called a yogi and a yogi is someone who incorporates the full practice of the yogic traditions and different branches and things like that i don't know much about yoga as you can tell so would that mean because i practice yoga every single day for an hour would that make me a yogi yes or no and if your answer is no you are correct because like I just explained and made it very obvious, I don't know much about yoga. Like I don't know much about the all the intricacies and understandings and the beliefs and the whole system around yogic practice. So therefore, I wouldn't necessarily define myself as being a yogi, even though I do yoga every single day. So this is where it becomes a little bit fluid and a little bit hard to pin down as a definition, because even if you practice spell work or some kind of witchcraft, as in doing the work, doing the actual practice, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to identify yourself as being a witch and also would you expect someone who classifies themselves as a yogi to not do yoga? 
is another way to look at it as well. So if someone calls themselves a witch but doesn't actually participate or have any kind of lenience towards witchcraft as in they don't do any sort of like belief work or anything that's kind of associated with witchcraft but they call themselves a witch it kind of gives a weird kind of feeling of making witchcraft an aesthetic which is something that I've seen a lot like a lot online and I myself obviously because I'm a graphic designer and I make content to teach people about spirituality and witchcraft I've often feared that I'm kind of like um emphasizing that insta witch sort of thing like people wearing like pointy hats and stuff but even though that's kind of like something that I've been afraid of doing when I actually look at the content that I create you'll see in my graphics that I rarely ever ever use a witch hat or a magic wand I occasionally use a symbol of the pentagram because I really love that symbol and its meaning and its purpose in the practice of witchcraft but in terms of witchcraft as a definition, I would like to share my own definition and understanding because I feel like there's a part of witchcraft that often goes unnoticed, unrecognized, or not really often thought about. And I feel like it's because of predominantly pop culture and the sun rising and competitive, well, not necessarily competitive, but this really predominant face of um, Wicca. So a while back on my Instagram feed when I was talking a little bit about witchcraft I wanted to kind of implement my own definition and understanding of what witchcraft is based off all the study and research that I've done as part of my own practice as well as me doing some sort of inner reflective work on the actual expansiveness of how far witchcraft actually reaches so what I've written in this previous post that I made on my Instagram is witchcraft is a spiritual path that is intimately personal as even in a coven setting aka a formalized group of practice each person practices their own rituals offerings and conducting their own magic work witchcraft is lifting the veil of reality to see the world as sacred it's acknowledging we are all connected to source creation, the land we live, and to each other. At its core, witchcraft is uncovering, learning, and co-creating with the magic of the infinite divine, the divine that is in you and the divine that is in me. Witches know when we look at another, we are also looking at ourselves. You are me and I am you because we are one. And something that I really wanted to emphasize on this previous post is that being a witch is not about the tools, not so much about the rituals or the crystals or the tarot, even though, I, as I previously explained, Scott Cunningham, he really placed an emphasis on the practice itself as incorporating these things into your practice. But he emphasized that witchcraft essentially comes from personal power, but you are using all of these other tools as part of incorporating to really sort of enhance your practice. They don't define the practice, they just enhance the personal power that's within you to begin with. 
So these tools are for connection and honoring what is us and the innate power that we have. Tools help to channel and connect. However, witchcraft is not about the tools themselves. So when it comes to finding a path, this will ultimately be driven by what practice will help you connect with your divine self, the divine itself, or just essentially the power within you. Because as I mentioned in my previous episodes, I have become aware that there are practitioners who are atheist witches. So they don't reach with outside themselves to connect with a greater source. They rather enhance their own personal power. So something that I would really like to bring in and hone this focus on around witchcraft is that when it comes to the common symbols of the witch, which is the pentagram, this is typically associated with the Wiccan practice. And the reason why Wicca was developed in the 1950s is because one reason anyway was that they really wanted witchcraft to be recognized as a legitimate religion and a spiritual practice and therefore they had to kind of formalize it as a religion with some sort of formal organization for it to be kind of recognized by the public as a legitimate practice. And so it became really difficult when there were so many different branches and so many variations of practice because as I mentioned previously, there are so many different variations of witchcraft that it was really hard to bring down and give a solid definition to because there were so many variations, right? So the problems that this has ended up having is because this was founded in Britain, we often forget about and kind of exclude other witchcraft practices that don't associate with these Wiccan symbols and tools. So for example, there are witches in Africa, there are witches in India, they are probably witches I would say in other parts of Europe or even like, I don't know, the Middle East, there are technically witches in Australia when it comes to the Aboriginal ancestors of this land and other and there's so many around the world, different kinds of witchcraft practice, but they aren't often thought about or recognized as being a witch because we have become associated with the Wiccan traditional symbols that originated in Britain that has become iconic as witchcraft because that, that was their purpose, to become recognized as a formal and legitimate practice when it comes to the word witch, that became associated predominantly with British tradition of Wicca and witchcraft. And that also stems from like Celtic branches and then and therefore when it comes to practitioners who are like I said from Africa or India or something like that, they are classed as witches, but they don't technically use these symbols in their practice. So when it comes to a traditional branch of African witchcraft, they may not use the pentagram as a symbol. They may not use a wand or an athame or candles in their magic work. They may do something completely different, but their practice is still valid as a path in witchcraft. You can definitely take a lot of stuff from Wicca, which I obviously do because I love using the pentagram as a symbol, but for me, this is predominantly because when it comes to my ancestry, my bloodline is literally 50-50% Scottish-Irish and then I've also got like England thrown in there. Like I've got no other kind of variations in my bloodline and therefore for me, I'm very strongly tied to the Celtic traditions 
And so I do like to incorporate that into my practice as well as obviously my kind of more um, celestial kind of work and divination kind of work from like using tarot and other divination systems because like I said, I'm eclectic. So if you are a witch from a different country who has their own specific branch of witchcraft that you want to use and you want to use the term to define yourself as being a witch, you don't have to use a symbol of the pentagram or anything like that if that's not part of your path and practice because again witchcraft is about your personal power and how you are directing that to create the results that you want to see in the world. I'm really hoping that this makes people a lot more comfortable when it comes to finding and creating their own path because if you have a particular religion that you do want to incorporate into your practice because witchcraft itself isn't religious but you can incorporate spiritual and religious beliefs and practices into your craft because I've had many practitioners ask me that you know they've got a Catholic or Christian background and they are wondering is it okay for them to incorporate that into their practice and you know it's absolutely fine of course you know you can you know you can call on the power of like the Holy Spirit or you can connect to Mary as your patron saint or you know you are using witchcraft as a physical way of prayer basically to create things and make things happen you aren't doing anything that has to be predominantly you know selfish in intentions you can cast spells and do magic work to help other people you can do it to help heal others as well it's not necessarily about personal gain all of the time as some people have kind of like portrayed it to be so your craft is very much defined based on your own insights your own goals and predominantly your own values And in the next part of this episode, I really want to go to dive in deeper into creating your own path and practice with this understanding that witchcraft as a defined practice is very open to what you want to incorporate into your practice, what feels good to you. And also, again, it has no religious ties to it exactly. The only thing that's kind of often misunderstood is the fact that Wiccans often refer themselves as witches and therefore it kind of re-emphasizes their use of those particular beliefs and symbols and things like that. But if you want to incorporate Wiccan practices and traditions into your craft, depending on the branch that you are pulling from, because there are some Wiccan branches that are very um, exclusive to those who are Um, initiated into those sorts of covens and though that's just for me personally I do respect other religious practices personal beliefs and also um, their set structures of the way they do things so I don't want to like impede on the way that they do things and I don't want to encourage other people just to take from other religious practices and beliefs without kind of doing your research and really understanding like um, their comfort level or their allowance of incorporating other people and letting other people take aspects of their practice to put into something that's like eclectic. So with that being said, when it comes to your practice in witchcraft, I know that there's going to be a lot of people out there kind of wanting someone to tell them what to do, how to do it, and how to find your perfect path. And like I said, in the next episode, we're going to be talking a lot more about sort of 
uncovering and helping you find some sort of structure to create a path for yourself, especially if you are a solitary eclectic like myself, because I know a lot of practitioners are. Um, So if you're not, and you are specifically more leaning in towards the branch of Wicca, which is the religious-based practice of witchcraft. And like I said before, it was founded by Gerald Garner in the 1950s, but there are a lot of different branches, like obviously Gardarian witchcraft, Alexandrian, and for this particular episode, not going into super depth with the different branches, um, specifically because, like I said, I'm not Wiccan. And so I don't want to like give information that I'm not confident or well read up on to really sort of communicate that to you guys. So I will do more research and have some sort of like structured episode where I will talk about different branches. But for this specifically, this is more for the solitary eclectic who is looking to create their own path in witchcraft and what's going to benefit them in their practice because something that I've noticed a lot is that with books that I've read on witchcraft especially when it comes to spell work because I know that's like a predominant thing that people are very interested in when it comes to witchcraft is that all of the spells created that I've mainly read are either like very physical in nature meaning that they they require a lot of use of like herbs crystals essential oils candles and all these different things but i'm very aware that one not everyone has access or the finances to be able to continuously use these sorts of things and also for some people because that kind of practice is very earth-based like you are using a lot of physical tools and witchcraft itself is about the direction of personal power and the focus and the utilization of personal power um for me personally i have done spell work that has been completely on the mental and emotional plane and i've been able to manifest things without actually having to do a physical practice of spell work it's been more so like just my power of directed thoughts and also um, the direction of my feelings as well. But that's because that suits me as an individual personally. And because I'm an astrologer and I can do really deep, in-depth, reflective work, I could really understand why that kind of benefited me just as much as doing a physical spell work sort of thing. But witchcraft and spell work, They are part and parcel, but obviously witchcraft is a lot more expansive about the practice and beliefs that you do with yourself. So the general thing with most witches that I've seen is that it's very much about obviously taking back personal power. It's about not letting people or things outside of you dictate or create how your life is going to go or how that you have to or you should like all of these sorts of external things that you feel that control or direct your life practicing witchcraft is about taking back the power and the reins of directing yourself to where you want to go to getting to where you're trying to aim to as well as i previously mentioned that can also include doing things for healing so i've known a lot of witches to be very um many to be like socially focused or caring about the planet or animals or some sort of like um, scope that's bigger than oneself 
and using their personal power to create change in those places. And again, it's not going to be the same for everyone. For some practitioners, it's going to be very personal to them and more so focus about how they're going to direct their path in life. For me personally, obviously a strong part of my practice is people. Like I really love helping bring out the best in people and helping them harness their personal power. And so for me, all of my work's intentions that I've done, whether that's doing my public tarot readings or even just doing this podcast episode, like my intention is to help create something that's going to bring out the best in you. Like there's so many different things that you can do to really bring about an emphasis how you are connected to the greater world around you and what you can do as an individual to create change because that is the thing for me personally that I love about witchcraft and its practice is about that it's not about sitting back and waiting for someone else to create the change it's realizing that you are the person you are the person with the power to create the change It's all about how you direct yourself and your energy to create the results that you want to see in the world. So for me, obviously my major values, and I'm getting like like tingles everywhere, like talking about this right now and slightly emotional, but my biggest dream, my biggest goal is to see the world become a better place because of the individuals who take a stand and rise up and they really take hold of their power to create that change. And I want to see you find how you best collect and create your own personal power to direct it to create a better world around you or within yourself. Because a strong individual creates strong change in the external world. Small scale, large scale, to me, it's all the same. It all matters. That's why I emphasize creating a personal path and practice that's going to help you really harness your personal power and not make your path in witchcraft a struggle because the whole point is to find what's right for you and direct it to create the results that you want to see. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of my kind of uncovering and sort of um, analysis of witchcraft. And like I said, I do not claim to be some kind of expert. I do not claim to be truth, air quotations, of what witchcraft is. I'm not trying to give it a solid definition. I'm speaking from my personal perspective and again it's going to be colored by my personality and the way that I see the world you may see it as being completely different and there are going to be things I've probably left out that I've forgotten about at the moment and so I'm hoping with this podcast the more it develops I would love to incorporate different practitioners and guests onto the podcast to talk about their practice and their experience to get a more diverse perspective and range of what witchcraft is to them and also incorporate people who have been doing it for a lot lot longer than I have as well so we can really see the sort of the range and the color spectrum of how many different practitioners and branches there are of witchcraft and the fact that you are more than welcome and you are more than obliged to create a path that is specifically geared towards helping you create the results that you want to see. 
So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hope to see you on the next episode. So don't forget to follow me on my Instagram, which is my coven home at the celestial witch. So that's the underscore celestial underscore witch on Instagram. Just follow the purple eye. And yeah, I can't wait to see you in the next episode and I'll talk to you guys again soon.